Welcome to the Lessons Learned Podcast, a podcast reflecting on the lessons we've learned and those we're still in the process of learning. I'm Komal, your host. I'm an interviewer, investor, and someone who has lived a lot of life in a short time. I built this podcast as a place for us to reflect, to be together, and to learn from one another. Let's get into it. Welcome to episode 21 of the Lessons Learned Podcast. It is my first solo pod that I'm recording on video. And I was thinking about this kind of in the lead up to recording today's episode because it's actually been a couple of days since I've wanted to sit down and record, but I was just trying to work through what's my process now that I'm doing video myself. Um, Am I going to change the way that, you know, I have been recording? Am I going to dress up? Am I going to put on my makeup? Um, Am I going to talk directly to camera? And I just realized I just need to record the process. (laughs) So I decided I'm just going to hit record on the cameras and jam the way that I normally do, which is just intimately with the mic, um, with the purpose of it being listened to and now watched, but not trying to put on and be something I'm not which I'm in a big fuzzy yellow sweater for those of you who aren't watching online um, and just really comfy cozy. And this is the vibe for what helps me tune in and kind of get in the space that I want to be for when I talk to all of you every week. So welcome to episode 21. I also was going to jam into a couple different topics that I had spoken through with Jacqueline on our team. She helps me kind of wrap my brain around what it is I want to talk about week after week. But once I sat down, I realized I want this to be a freestyle episode. So I'm not fully certain what is going to shake down or or what I want you to take away from today's listening. But the inclination I have is... I have come through a period of a lot of inner turmoil and doubt and worry and uncertainty. And dare I say, certainty is starting to show up. And I just wanted to reflect on this last two months since having the dream of creating the Lessons Learned podcast tour and our North America tour to now having some traction with having six of our 16 guests confirmed for the tour eight weeks out and starting to have some traction on the sponsorship conversations and just feeling more confident in myself. And I just want to create space to share what it's been like to unpack and unravel my own insecurities through this period of time and some of the things that have really helped me get so much more clear, aligned, focused, and rooted in who the fuck I am. (laughs) And this leads me to last night. Last night, Mitch and I were working on a thousand piece puzzle (laughs) over our 11th anniversary weekend, which was last weekend. It was the long weekend here in Canada. And I guess in the States, it was President's Day in the States and here in Ontario, it was family day. We took the weekend to just be, and we went to yoga on Saturday, which has now become one of my favorite weekend rituals with Mitch. 
we went for lunch and we went to see The Gentleman, which was an incredible, incredible film. I think I thought it was great, problematic in some aspects. Um, some of the jokes and things like that were off color. I can't. <laughs> Guy Ritchie is just one of my favorite directors. I love his style of filmmaking, the cuts, the storytelling, um, the British vibes. There's a part of me that really like feels very so affectionate towards Britain and British culture. Um, and so it was amazing to watch that with Mitch. And then Sunday we went cross country skiing and hung out around the house. And I pulled out this puzzle, um, of one of my favorite paintings of Gustav Klimt's, uh, Der Kiss, The Kiss. And if you know me or have known me, it's a painting that hangs on my wall. When I went to Vienna, Austria, um, when I was straight out of high school, I booked a trip without telling my parents that was two days earlier. So I was going there for a conference and I booked two extra days in Vienna to just explore on my own as a, you know, wild 17 year old. And I remember coming across that painting in a store, uh, art store in Vienna and just being so taken by the artistry, the colors, the gold, um, all of it. And I just really like that, that painting has settled in my soul in a really amazing way that I didn't realize art could until that moment. And so we pulled out this puzzle because I have now Durkis has been gifted to me in many different forms. One of them being this thousand piece puzzle that I had tried to tackle months ago. And we just put it away in a box uh, because we have lots of kids who come in and out of our house. And I just knew small puzzle pieces can not only get lost, but lodged in places and children that we don't want to happen. No choking hazards in our house. But this weekend I felt called to pull it out and I pulled out a big board to put it on so I could move it around the house um, because I knew it would take a while for us to actually finish the puzzle. And the last two days doing that puzzle and working on it a a little bit by little bit has been so meditative. Last night as Mitch and I sat in the living room working on it, I was starting to unpack so much of my brain. Yesterday was a holiday for most Ontarians, but it's not a federal holiday, so Mitch was at work. And so I convinced myself that I was also going to work. However, when I started down the path of following the schedule I so meticulously laid out for myself on Google, on my Google Cal, I realized I didn't want to work yesterday. (laughs) And that can feel insane to an entrepreneur or to a creative or an artist when you know your list is, is unrelenting. So how dare you not want to work today on this provincial holiday? And partway through my day, I had to negotiate with myself because I had been feeling shame all morning. I kept trying to sit down and hit record. I kept trying to sit down and work on different parts of the things that I had scheduled for yesterday, but none of it was working. I just needed to listen. And so partway through the day, I decided I'm not going to give in to the shame. In fact, I'm just going to let this be a day off. I'm going to let myself enjoy whatever it is I want to enjoy. And so I grabbed the puzzle, moved it to the kitchen, and started working on it while I put on Jay Shetty and Jada Pinkett Smith's interview on Jay Shetty's podcast on purpose. And later in the evening when Mitch came home and we finished having dinner, we sat around the table and we're working on that puzzle. And as I unpacked 
these complex thoughts and feelings, emotions about the day and the shame I was feeling and how I, I grappled with it. Mitch said, you know, when I feel like I have a really long list of things to do, sometimes it just makes sense to get to work and do it. And I agree, you know, there's periods in our life where we have to call ourselves out for procrastinating. But as an entrepreneur, the list is unrelenting. And so we have to force ourselves to pause and slow down so that we can sustain and make it through the really intense, busy times, which is the season of my life I'm in right now. Otherwise, if I let myself work at the pace that my ego, my mind wants me to, I wouldn't stop. Evenings, I would be working. Weekends, I would be working. There would be no stopping. And I know where that path leads. It leads to being ineffective. It leads to being overtired. It can lead to burnout. It can lead to dissatisfaction. And so, yes, maybe it would have been a good idea yesterday for me to just tackle my to-do list and force myself to sit down and work. But with the grace I gave myself, as I looked at Mitch and he's putting down his next puzzle piece, and this is a complex puzzle, I indicated it was like I didn't need to shame myself into work today I just needed to give myself grace to breathe for half a day so that tomorrow can be that much more effective and as our conversation continued the next puzzle pieces were put down and I was starting to see the shape of a face emerge the beautiful woman's face who is at the center of this painting from Klimt and we were talking about finances and how we're tackling our tax season this year and different things that complexities that are coming up for us and as I put down piece by piece I reminded myself that I have to take it piece by piece and that often when we look at the micro pieces of the things that we're working on the to-do lists we're tackling week after week we can forget to pause and zoom out and remind ourselves of the bigger picture And we can forget to zoom out and remind ourselves of how much of that bigger picture we've actually accomplished. And so sitting there on my living room floor and looking at this insane puzzle that is so fucking hard, (laughs) I had created the border, found all the edges and put them in the correct places. I started chipping away at different colors that were sticking out. I I focused first on the blues and then her red hair, and then her ivory skin. And taking it piece by piece, section by section, the colors didn't blend so much anymore. I started to see the distinctions between the oranges and the golds. I started to see the distinct lines that were her hands and his. And I was starting to differentiate between the different parts of the bigger puzzle. What a metaphor. What a moment for me to sit back and just look at that puzzle and Mitch and I look at each other and just laugh. And he's, he reminds me, so what did you say, babe? You just got to tackle this financial problem piece by piece? <laughs> yes. Yes, that was our learning last night. That was the thing. That was the reminder. And it was through that conversation also that I didn't just, you know, remind myself of that first piece of I need to listen to my body and, and the things that I need on a on a sanctioned provincial holiday and give myself grace when I do want to slow down because it wasn't because of procrastination that I was trying to take a break. 
it was on this living room floor where that revelation came around piece by piece. I'm making this bigger dream come to life and I should zoom out and just look and take in and be in wonder of how much we've accomplished in six weeks. Six guests confirmed of 16 for this six city eight event tour. Our launch that we're going to announce for March in Toronto, we've got most of our roster lined up for that event. The logistics are coming together beautifully. The venues are lining up. There's just so much moving from this little dream, this little seed I had in my heart last fall after that interview with Michelle Obama. The proximity I had to Michelle Obama and that experience of seeing a stadium filled with people for this conversation between myself and this incredible human, that proximity showed me what was possible for my own life. And this is a quote I am borrowing from Stacy Flowers, who was a woman I saw on Rachel Hollis's stage at Rise, an incredible, powerful black woman who inspired that stadium and now is on tour with Rachel Hollis on her rest of her rise stops uh, for the rest of the year. And she said, our proximity to possibility can change everything. And in this moment, I realized the importance of that seed that was planted and how my job and my responsibility this last three months has been to just do the work, to see the vision, to bring the team together, to encourage them, to encourage myself to work through the hard limiting beliefs, the difficulties along the way, the challenge, the doubt, the shame, the fear. That possibility is the seed, is the light in my own soul that's moving me forward every single day. And zooming out again and looking at that puzzle, it reminded me to zoom out and look at how much we've achieved, how much we've accomplished on this road already. And so when I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about today, it was so this. It was so the reminder I needed to myself of, Look how far you've come, Komal, in six fucking weeks. And in six to eight weeks from now, we're on tour. I've never planned or organized a tour before. I've never been at the helm of something like this before, but I had the audacity of believing I could. I had the audacity of thinking, yes, I am going to center myself in this tour and have conversations that matter with people that matter to me. Oh my God, our launch event in Toronto, the lineup of people who are going to take that stage with me are the people who vicariously, who some didn't even realize I knew who they were, were lifting me up out of the last four, three years of pain of my life. They are the people who from afar I've gained inspiration from. They're the people from afar who showed me what was possible if I chose the path of my own rising. That is who is going to greet us on stage in March in Toronto. And it's that caliber and quality of people who are going to greet us on stage across North America when we go on tour in eight weeks. All of you have been with me on this ride from the inception of this dream to now the execution of it. And part of the inspiration for this freestyle episode was that I feel confident again. And it doesn't feel fake. It doesn't feel like 
it's momentary, it feels real and it feels rooted and it feels like it's here for a while. And going into a space of, of something I've never done before, planning a tour, asking 30 plus people if they'd, they're available to be on this tour, getting some no's, getting some yeses, getting some yeses for the fall. Um, spoiler alert, we will definitely be doing events this fall as well. I can't help but commend myself and our team, Kim, Misha, Jacqueline, Kylie, Maddie, Maddie, Rhaenyra, everybody who has been involved and supporting and helping this journey, Jenny. I'm sure I've forgotten some folks. Everyone who's helping build this, I commend us because we have never done this before. And so those who were willing to sign on and say, I don't know where this is going. I've not done this before, but I believe that we can figure this out. That is like one of the biggest signs for me of belief, of respect, of trust that I could ever, like it's one of the greatest gifts I've been given in this life up until this point is everyone who has said yes to supporting my vision, to supporting this dream, who's showing up for it. So thank you all so deeply for that. But also, six weeks in, that insanity and, like, I can't describe to you guys how insecure I've felt the last six weeks. And that might sound wild because you see all the shiny things and, you know, I'm, we're doing the show and there's so much moving and I am proud and I'm grateful for all of it. And yet I'm still forcing myself to do something new. And what happens when we do something new, something we've never done before, we feel insecure because as we learned many episodes ago, when we talk about the five C's or seven C's of resilience, competence leads to confidence. Let's say it again for the people in the back. Competence leads to confidence. We build our confidence only through doing that which scares us and that which we don't think we are capable of doing or accomplishing. That is the only way we can build that self-confidence, that self-respect, that belief and knowing that isn't just fake within ourselves is by doing the hard fucking things every single day. And that is what myself and our team has been doing for the last six weeks and then some. And so to feel confident and to not have it feel fake or like it's going to disappear, this is why, this is why we're doing this. Because now with this confidence, it's not just about can this happen? It's no, it's happening. How do we make it? unforgettable and that's now what I get to sink my teeth into every single day I had my first creative meeting today with Ren where we're talking about show production but in a way where it's how do we make this a hybrid of education and inspiration and bring in our artistry as creatives how can it be equal parts NPR and your favorite self-development podcast? How can we level up our production and segments so that it's more interesting and abil- its ability to connect with our community is that much better? Its ability to connect with you, my amazing listeners. We just want to bring you all the joy and all the gifts and all the education and all the inspiration. 
And I finally have space to start thinking about that because we've made it through our self-inflicted initial storm. And this isn't to say that between now and execution of this tour isn't going to be hard, but we're in it. We've done it long enough now. We've gotten like our feet wet enough now that there's no turning back. And so we're all in and we're all in it together. Competence leads to confidence. And that's what this weekend allowed me to realize and building that puzzle and zooming out on it and reminding myself that we're building different sections and that by the time this tour is complete, there's going to be another puzzle to build. And isn't that the juiciness and excellence of this life? That we have the opportunity to continuously and continually level up over time on our own terms And every iteration of that leveling up, we get to learn more about ourselves, heal different parts of ourselves, and become the greatest expression of ourselves. How delicious is that? There's nothing else I'd rather do in this life. And fortunately, that's what I've committed to doing for the rest of my life. Every leveling up, every life change and transition is going to be so hard and beg so much of me. But I know because of the resilience I've built over doing this for 31, 30 years now, that I can keep doing it again and again and again and learning how to enjoy it even more every step of the way, even though there's so many parts of it that are just completely trash and totally unenjoyable. The last piece I want to dive into of like learnings or just reflections in this freestyle episode that I gained from this puzzle-making endeavor with my husband Um, it was a moment at the end of the night and the fear and doubt that I feel when it comes to this tour, my career choice, being in the personal self-development mastery space, doing interviews, conversations with thought leaders, experts across fields, being this hybrid between news and, you know, mainstream folks and endeavors and mindset and leveling up and improvement like wanting to live in this zone of things it's really daunting and intimidating and I can be really hard on myself through the process of you know begging the question where is this audacity coming from or why do you think that this is what you're allowed to do with your life and so I have a lot of like negative self-talk that comes up when I think about my career and what I'm what I've chosen. Um, Are you capable of doing all the things you need to, to turn this dream into reality? And then another part of my life where I'm working on all things, (laughs) working on becoming more competent, building my confidence is with my financial future. And um, another thing Stacey Flowers says is with her financial dignity, feeling competent as an educated woman that the financial future of my family is taken care of and that we are planning well and saving well and allocating appropriately and not being flippant and not being afraid of talking about it. And there's a lot of fear and doubt and shame that I have around our finances and around the things that I want to grow and build and the things that I have access to that I don't want to see disappear. And so When I look at these two areas of my life, my career and my finances, I had a moment last night where I was sitting just talking to Mitch and I realized, you know, a part of my life I never doubt, 
or never um, question or I'm not, you know, lacking trust in that area. It is my relationship with Mitch. When I look at our relationship, there's no doubt in my mind of, is this the right thing? Are we doing the right thing? There's, I, I never, I get to just be myself with this human that found me and I found him and we get to just do life and it's easy and seamless and wonderful and we respect and trust each other and want the best for each other. And so I had this revelation where it was like, what if you applied that relationship ethos to how you're relating and existing in your career and how you relate to and exist with your finances? Wow. What a revelation for me. I cannot share, like I cannot emphasize how important that revelation was for me because We often take for granted the areas of our life where there is ease and the things that we're good at. So Mitch and I, there's a lot of ease, joy, simplicity, acceptance, nurturing goodness in our relationship. And I can sometimes take that for granted, not take him for granted, but take the ease of that part of my life for granted. So what would happen if I took all those principles, all those beliefs I held and reestablished my relationships with how I view and see my career and the things I've decided to do with my life and re-engage with trust and respect and knowing that I can trust and accept this part of my life and know that I have chosen the right thing and then also turn and look at my finances and say, how can I apply this ethos in this relationship to you, money? which I often worry is going to leave and going to disappear and that there's never going to be enough of it and that I'm not going to be able to own this part of my life or get great at it. Imagine if I had that scarcity and those experiences in my partnership, in the thing in my life that is going so well. It would be It would be a shadow of itself. It would be so hard. It would be so painful. So sometimes I think we forget the parts of our life we're exceptional at. And this is your reminder to ask yourself, what part of my life am I really good at? And list out and ask yourself, what are the parts of this that I'm excellent at? What does it feel like? How do I relate to it? And then ask yourself, how can I apply this to the parts of my life and the relationships within my life that aren't feeling so great? that feel hard, that feel tedious, that feel fucked up? How can I apply this goodness to that area of my life? I journaled on it this morning and thought about it in my meditation, and I haven't felt this joyful in this light in a really long time because our brains have a tendency to overemphasize the negative things that happen. So when I see financial abundance, which I've shared with the IPO of my friend's company and the abundance that that brought into our life, that's never going to feel as important or significant as a loss that might happen in that space, like the loss that happened for me the day before the Michelle Obama event when we lost 30% of our net worth that day of what was in that in the stock market. And when I look at that, it's like, okay, you're still nursing that loss. You're still grieving that that deficit. But you've been through hard things before. You've overcome grief and loss before. And it might not have been financial of your independent wealth and these different aspects. 
but the, your lack of confidence and your pain in this area is becoming is coming from that lack of comp- competence and that lack of trust and belief in yourself to make this work and to come out of this even stronger and better. So if this was your relationship with Mitch and you were going through a hard time, how would you relate to this to come through this with grace, with trust, with respect, and with knowing that at the end of the day, your goal is to take care of your family, love the shit out of each other, and be well. If I can apply all those good things to this relationship with my finances, to this relationship with my career, so much might change. I'm only a day in, but it feels so promising it feels so different like even during my workout today I was just laughing and having such a good time the whole time because I wasn't stuck in the negative narrative I wasn't lost in the negativity of what might not be I could sit in the possibility of not only what is but what is coming and that's just from looking at a part of my life that I'm good at that I'm great at and reaffirming to myself that I can be great and apply those same principles to the other parts of my life that require that attention. Because competence breeds confidence. I'm competent in my relationship and my partnership. I'm confident in it. I'm going to bring that competence of those same principles that it took to have a really great relationship and apply them to these parts of my life that need some love and attention. How cool. What like it, it's a concept that's like really interesting to my mind and that I'm really enjoying chewing on and living in because if I think of my money and my career as alternate Mitches, <laughs> I, there's no part of me that doesn't just want to love them <laughs> and like adore them and take care of them and be well with them. So this, I'm going to keep you guys posted on how this mindset change and ethos change, um, the impacts it's going to have, but already... It's not false positivity, it's not fake optimism, but it's a knowing in myself that if I could create that level of beauty in my life in one area, then I sure as hell can do it in other spaces too. And that I'm allowed to want to have a really happy, healthy, solid life across all parts of it. And you're allowed that too. Ask yourself, what area of your life do you want to improve? What area of your life are you excellent at? Are you showing up with like full gusto and doing so well? And then extrapolate from that the principles and things that you can apply to the other area of your life and let yourself loose on trying to live every day with those principles and thoughts in mind. Guys, this is everything I extrapolated from making a puzzle yesterday. (laughs) How wild. But that's why I wanted to freestyle because there is so much in my mind, but also just like so much good. And I hope you guys were able to take for yourselves what you needed from this conversation. Whether it's reminding yourself that forced pauses are important and that we shouldn't shame ourselves when we need or want downtime. Whether it was remembering to zoom back out on your life and look at the small puzzle pieces that you've put down along the way and seeing the beautiful image or vision that's coming to life for you. Um, Or whether it's just reminding yourself that you're coming through, even in coming through hard times, you will feel confident again because you are building competence in whatever challenge is in front of you. You're checking a box. You're becoming more and more excellent in your life because you're checking off the things that you're becoming great at. 
that's the confident competence that's going to build this confidence. Or perhaps it was the last piece that resonated most, most with you, which was looking at a part of your life that you're really excelling in when it comes to relating with that area, whether it's your career, whether it's your finances, whether it's your relationship with an ex person in your life um, or your relationship with yourself and saying, how do I bring these principles, the good things from this and how I'm relating to that part of my life into the other pieces of my life where I might be feeling insecure, shameful, scared, fearful. This is what's going through my mind right now. These are the things I'm chewing on. And I hope that my processing them with you in this freestyle episode has helped you chew on them as well. Until next time, my wonderful, wonderful, incredible listeners. I just, I hope you have the best week ever. And I hope that even if it's snowy where you are, you can find joy and grace and light and whatever happiness it is that you require this week. I'm inspired by all of you every single day. Until next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you loved this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to follow me, Komal, check me out on Instagram at K-O-M-A-L-M-I-N-H-A-S or the show at LessonsLearned.co. And if you have an idea of a lesson that we should dive into on the show, then slide into our DMs and submit there or on the website along with any guests you think I should interview and talk all of the things with. As always, I hope that you make some time for you this week and reflect on the lessons you're learning or have learned and take some time to celebrate all the incredible that is you. Until next time, guys. Bye!